How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to my concussion journal. Uh, on my last episode, I discussed with you guys everything that I dealt with when uh, growing up, getting concussions, um, and a little bit about how it changed me. This episode, um, I'm going to dive a lot deeper into uh, the big changes that I started noticing after my last concussion um, from football in college. So my last concussion was in college. It was my only officially diagnosed concussion. All the others were self-diagnosed. That's because after doing extensive research, I knew what all the symptoms were and I was able to go based on that. Just looking back at my history. Because initially I wrote them off. So yeah. Anyways, so quickly after that, um, I started noticing changes to my personality. Um, Some of you may understand this, some of you may not, but essentially it was me. I initially thought it was just depression because I couldn't play football anymore. So initially I thought, okay, I just need to push myself past this, move on. Because football was my entire life by that point. And uh, that was an absolutely devastating loss for me. So I even transferred schools to get away from that school. Because I couldn't be around that environment. Because it was a very football heavy school. So I initially blamed that depression on just my loss of football. But that wasn't necessarily uh, accurate, if that makes sense. Because after years... It hadn't passed. Um, and after those those several years, after well, probably about a year or two, I found a new sport. Uh, so that kind of took my mind off of no longer having football. Um, but this is where I started to notice the changes because a lot of the symptoms remained even though I had mentally moved on from football. Um I also uh, just started noticing, because I used to enjoy school, enjoy going to school. I got straight A's, honor roll, all that fun stuff. Um, Okay, not quite straight A's, let's be honest. I had some B's on there, but who's counting these days? So I I started failing classes uh, because the only classes that I actually wanted to show up for were things like choir um, and swing choir and all that because I, I did have a scholarship for music as well as a scholarship for grades. Um, so I wouldn't show up for classes uh, just because I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to lay in bed and do nothing. So uh, I would then approach my prof at the end of the semester and I would ask them, hey, could I make up these th- this work and could I you know, still get a passing grade? And they said, well, if you make up everything for the, the semester, I mean, it was the same conversation every semester. If you make up all of the work at the end of the semester or from the whole semester, then yes, we will see about getting you a passing grade. And oftentimes I would pass with a BRC because I was actually very intelligent. I just didn't want to put the work into doing the work. So eventually I got kicked out um, for a semester. The next semester I came back on academic probation. 
Um, and I got myself off of academic probation because I knew how to work the system, I guess. I just, I just knew how to make it work. However, I got kicked out a second time. And I was still playing sports. I was still doing my thing. Um, but I got kicked out a second time because, yeah, that first semester that I was on academic probation, I did great. But the next semester where I didn't care anymore because I didn't want to get kicked out again or whatever, I, uh, I got kicked out after that second semester um, because I was still dealing with whatever I was dealing with. Um, not really dealing with it, more of just trying to push past it, hoping that me ignoring it would make it go away. Um, however, I did, so I, I got kicked out, um, and I, I kind of realized school just wasn't for me anymore. So I just stopped. I just, I didn't go back after being kicked out a second time. Um, this is probably a very expensive revelation for myself, but probably I needed it nonetheless because I really didn't. I was just following what I was told. I wasn't really looking for anything else at that point. So I jumped into the job market. Now, the nice thing is about college is you do gain some skills, knowledge, um, and you do get to kind of play around with different things. Like I got to try out a new sport. <clears throat> but uh, so I, I, I was able to gain some new stuff out of college the little bit that I did show up. Uh, so after about... A couple of years of being on the job market, um, I realized I had like no experience outside of sales and retail, um, because that's what I mean. When you're in college, that's kind of what you do. You you work in a retail job where oftentimes you get some training in sales. Um, so I just kept pursuing that because that's all I knew. Um, but after a while, I quickly realized how lost I was because I wasn't enjoying my my job. I was in charge of people. Yeah. I was working hard, but I wasn't passionate about it. I wasn't even passionate about the stuff I was selling. I was just doing it to do a job. I was trying to make money, trying to survive on my own, which I failed a couple times. I moved out to a different state and, uh, the job fell through. It was, it just was not working out because <clears throat> the, the demographic was failing. So left that job tried to find a different one, didn't find a different one in that state, got evicted, had moved back with the parents. That's always fun, especially when you're like 25 years old. Um, <clears throat> so I was just l trying to live what the stereotypical normal American life was told to me. You know, go to your nine to five, pay your bills, do your hobbies outside of that. The sad thing is I didn't have hobbies outside of that. I just went home watched TV, YouTube, whatever, laid in bed. I had no desire to go out and hang out with friends or do anything that I was passionate about before. So, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, so, since nothing was working at that point, I, I, I just, I had changed so much. I was not the person that I was hoping I would be. And I was not the person that I knew I was before this had happened. So I decided to see a doctor for the first time. Now, I obviously I'd seen doctors before for, you know, physical stuff. You know, I got a cold, I need pills for that or 
uh, I broke a bone or something. I saw doctors for that, but nothing for my head. I mean, I saw initially a doctor for my head because I wanted to get back into football. We see how that turned out. <laughs> so I got myself checked out. Um, luckily, I, my family doctor at that time was kind of a no bullshit doctor. He didn't sugarcoat anything. Uh, he would literally call me out if I were just whining about something. Um, but he got me tested. A neuropsych exam, I think it was. This was a long time ago. Um, turns out that my last concussion gave me ADD and depression. Which made sense. Once It's weird how when somebody points something out that, that that's that obvious, you're like, oh, duh, yeah. So, um, maybe initially my depression came from the loss of football. But the long-term effects wasn't from that loss. Um, it wasn't because I was just lazy. Um, it was from my latest TBI or traumatic brain injury. If, if you guys aren't familiar with that term, I was less than thrilled, uh, to be completely honest. Like, yeah, awesome football, football. The one thing I absolutely loved my entire life, uh, it left me with permanent changes to my personality. That's cool. I guess, uh, so he put me on Adderall to help out with the ADD, um, which surprisingly it helped with a lot with the depression as well. Um, but it gave me some anger issues, like because I, I, I was just on key all the time. But it did help so much with just getting up and doing stuff with my life, being able to focus on the things that I need to, just getting shit done. Um, so I, I initially kind of resisted it because I was like this I'm not one to just treat problems un with unnatural remedies I like to try to take care of things as natural as possible but I had to remember the human body was not meant to take the abuse I put it through for over a decade um, so I needed to use these unnatural therapies to get get myself through it so I was kind of slowly starting to get to back to get back to normal ish if that makes any sense uh, I wasn't I wasn't myself still I wasn't where I was before then I lost my health insurance that's always fun anybody that has ADD knows that you have to go to your doctor and get approval to get your medication uh, because it's considered a narcotic so that was exciting I was finally starting to get back to normal and life kind of pushed me back. So I went back into my depression um, and I felt absolutely defeated again. Felt like life literally just did not want me to move forward. Um, so I just kept trying to work my way through life until I made kind of a, a breakthrough. Um, I may... I may talk about this in my next episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave this to my next episode. Um, but either way, I had I had to have to live with the fact that I went from a straight A student athlete who, who participated in church swing choir and you know was a social butterfly, and I turned it, I've turned into someone who could barely get up in the morning to go to work every day, and very little did I know that. This was just the beginning of a very, very, very long and sometimes very scary journey of living uh, 
uh, with CTE. So, anyways, I'm going to sum it up for now. Um, come back next episode. I think I'll be touching on uh, some of my next steps in recovery and rediscovering myself. Thank you very much for listening.